Welcome back to the Last Prepper Standing Podcast. This is episode two. So, you'll want to be a prepper. Let's dig right into it, guys. It's going to keep it short and sweet. I get so many people who ask me, where do I start? Where do I begin? Or sometimes even my personal favorite, I get a long, elaborate email describing and discussing exactly how the rebuild is going to take place and how they're going to enact it and the who, what's, where's, why's, and ins and outs of rebuilding society post-SHTF in a post-apocalyptic era. And inevitably, I respond with, show me a picture of your fire extinguisher in your kitchen. And more often than not, the reply I get is, I don't have one. Or, what does that have to do with what I said? Well, what it has to do with what you said and the fact that you don't have one leads me to believe that you're not handling things that are right in front of your face. You're not taking care of the right here and now. So as preppers, where do you begin? You begin with the here and now and the most likely things to affect you. I like to start out in two places when I'm recommending people who want to get prepared look and it's a little bit of a place that most people don't want to go but you have to go there you have to ask yourself and you have to do an analysis of yourself on your financial situation and your health now many americans as we know are unhealthy we live unhealthy lifestyles we're obese on average or above average so you got to ask yourself am i healthy Am I in a situation where I'm even healthy enough to survive? Is my SHTF scenario in the future me having health complications because I'm unhealthy? You got to think about that. You got to assess where you're at and then get after it. I myself have gone through uh, ups and downs with my weight. I have plateaued right now, but I'm still continuing to work towards the weight loss. I'm in a good, healthy spot. And so much of it really kind of got me dialed in over the last few years when I decided I'm really going to take this prepping seriously. And the best thing I could do for my family long term, the best thing I could do for myself long term, not only in terms of what would cost us money in the future, but how I protect us longer into the future is by being healthy. I've lost over 70 pounds um, at one point in my life. I've lost over 50 pounds twice. Never really super obese, but definitely overweight. And it's something I've addressed. And I understand the hardship of that. I understand how hard it could be, especially if you don't come from like an athletic background, which I did come from. So it it was always easy for me to knock off 10 pounds here, knock off 20 pounds there, and kind of do this yo-yo of, oh, it's time for me to get in shape. Oh, it doesn't really matter right now. Oh, I need to get in shape. And then as we get older, that's that kind of slows down and you know the 10 20 pounds turns into 30 40 pounds and instead of knocking off 10 or 20 you're knocking off five maybe 10 and then it just kind of snowballs but for the last year or so i've been been way back on track and and if you follow my story as on instagram or if you follow me on any of the social media platforms you know that it's something that i prioritize and i put a lot of emphasis on and i think that's one of the places we could really look at as preppers as to where do we get started first Your health is your wealth. Now let's talk about wealth. Most Americans do not have three months worth of bills saved up. Now to me, I don't think you necessarily need three months worth of bills. I just think you need three months worth of primary bills. 
There's a big difference between paying back the global elites in their credit cards when shit hits the fans and a big difference between paying your mortgage or the power or the water or something like that to stay on. To me, those are the bills that you should be focused on and storing money back for. It's taking care of your housing, your heating, your water. Those type of things are far more important than, you know, paying your cable bill, paying your cell phone bill. Obviously, you want to do those and you should plan to do those if you can. But it is a major necessity to do so. I don't think so. But I would say to start there. So health, take care of your wealth. And then from there, along with your wealth is, you know, you could really create a lot of flexibility and maneuverability for yourself with a good credit score. It can really dictate the area you live in. And sometimes, you know, the area you live in is going to be a direct result of your your current safety. You know, lower credit scores and lower income people have to live in a little bit rougher neighborhoods and rougher areas. And that's a direct threat upon you and your family. So there's some benefits to having a good credit score, to having a good income, taking care of those things. You're able to actually put yourself in a situation where you may be insulated from some of the higher threat situations and areas that you may have to put yourself in and live in. So I encourage you to look at those. Next would be your local um, and regional kind of natural disasters. Those are something that you should survey, um, look at in terms of how's the area historically responded. What groups are responsible for responding to these events? Are these groups some groups that you become a part of? So then you can build your network. So in case one of these events do happen, you're not on the outside looking in. You're on the inside helping out and looking out. So those are some areas I would consider starting at first. I hope that was a good starting point for you guys. It may be a little unconventional, may not be what you were thinking of coming to a prepping podcast, but I just got to keep it real. We got to be able to start at a point of, of reality, and then we could go into kind of the fantasy prepping from there, preparing for a lot more catastrophic events. But if we can't handle the easy stuff up front, the things right in front of our face, it's going to be impossible to handle the big things later on down the road. So later on in this podcast, when we talk about the big things, when we talk about slow solar flares, EMPs, World War III, all those type of things, I'm going to be coming from the standpoint where I assume you already have the other stuff taken care of because you want to be a prepper. So in prepping news, you guys, uh, keep your eyes on what's going on with Russia it's one of those weird scenarios where we could wake up and the whole narrative is going to shift. They'll, they'll take us straight from worrying about the virus to worrying about World War III. It, it's hard-pressed for me to find concern or care for what happens between Russia and Ukraine when there's so much turmoil here um, in this country and there's so many things going on here that we have to worry about. Just from the continued decay of uh, social norms and decorum, we've recently seen uh, several high-profile cases of vagrants killing innocent people on their way to work or currently at their job. So we're just seeing the collapse in real time and it's being ramped up day after day after day. It's just getting more and more crazy on these streets. So make sure you guys are protecting yourself, protecting your family. If you guys everyday carry and you have the ability to do so, make sure you do it every day. That's why it's called everyday carry. I'm a huge advocate for it. So next topic probably we'll talk about everyday carrying some best practices for that as preppers um, how that could change and what that may mean for you based on the local laws and the areas you may live in some tips and tricks because coming from california to texas you know i'm pretty adaptable my edc changed up a lot once i was able to come out here and get my concealed carry permit 
now Texas has constitutional carry, so it's even better for us. It's even more of a thing um, from what I've seen with people who really kind of had, um, they, you talk about equality, really had that bar to be able to carry legally removed from them because they didn't have enough money to go apply for the license, get the classes done, all the stuff that comes along with it. So probably next episode is going to be everyday carry, not only just talking about weapons, but just EDC in general, what that means, what I carry, what I think you should carry, how to approach it based on your, your area. So that'll be next episode, guys. I thank you for tuning in. Episode two.